Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. With this week's guest, I'm excited to now be able to say I I have had guests from straight across Canada, from the West Coast and now right out to the East Coast and representing almost all of the provinces. From St. John, New Brunswick, Chef Scott Masson joins me this week. He is the chef de cuisine for four restaurants and eateries in St. John, New Brunswick, including Smoking Pig at Real Barbecue, and you may have seen him recently on Food Network's Firemasters. We cover this and a lot more in our conversation. Do you have a barbecue or cooking product you'd like me to review and talk about on the show? I'm looking for folks with rubs, sauces, gadgets, and more that would like to be part of a new product review feature on the podcast. Please get in contact with me if you're interested via social media or by email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by CPA Alberta. CPA Alberta represents more than 29,000 CPAs, also known as Chartered Professional Accountants, across the province. CPAs are more than number crunchers who love Excel spreadsheets. They are business leaders, finance experts, trusted advisors, and entrepreneurs. They work in many different industries, from film to fashion, from government to oil and gas. Long story short, CPAs didn't just break the mold, they made their own. CPAs can help you spark your next big idea, pivot during difficult times, start your new business off on the right foot, and so much more. For an inside look at how Alberta's CPAs are supporting their clients throughout the pandemic, follow CPA Alberta on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. You can also visit CPAAlberta.com to find out more. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast and uh, back on Zoom today uh, from St. John, New Brunswick, Chef Scott Masson. Uh, Scott, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning or this afternoon for you? Morning for me here. (laughs) Hey, great. I'm doing great. Thanks. Awesome. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, Saw you on Firemasters last week and uh, touch base via Instagram and here we are. So uh, maybe start start out with a little bit of background information about yourself. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm from just outside of St. John, New Brunswick, a little town called Chris Pramsis, about 20 minutes away. Okay. Um, I've pretty much lived in St. John all my life. It's my home. Uh, it's where all my family and friends are. Um, I just love it. I love the way of life here. It's pretty uh, laid back, mm-hmm. um, kind of slow paced, uh, but also lots of fun. We have Lots of natural beauty here in New Brunswick. Lots of scenery, you know, 8% forests. And within those forests, you find all kinds of gems, whether yep. it be, you know, foraging, wildlife, waterfalls. It's absolutely gorgeous. Awesome. And your uh, your training as far as uh, the chef training, where did you do that? Okay. Um, pretty much train in kitchens all my life you know i did my apprenticeship or whatever but um you know i've been making out in kitchens for 20 years uh and i just every day i just try to learn more i try to be better yeah and uh, i really perfect my craft nice so more uh, on the job training kind of thing 
Yeah. Yeah. There's no better way. Yeah. Word for Thomas Keller. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you mentioned, uh, kind of the local, uh, abundance there with the foraging. Have you, do you find your work and some of that into your, uh, into your cooking? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, this time of year, you know, this year's a little bit different with everything going on, but yeah. you almost always find ramps and fiddleheads and, uh, wild mushrooms on our menu um, as well as a lot of local products. Uh, There's some great local farmers here. Uh, The owner of, of all the restaurants, Jesse Vergen, he has his own personal farm. His wife runs uh, called Axel farms and they do great stuff. Now they find really nice heritage seeds. Um, She's an amazing gardener. Um, So we're very fortunate to have all this to our access. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to uh, something I've started doing here is looking into uh, indigenous Alberta ingredients uh, to try to develop kind of an Alberta barbecue flavor profile. So it's great to see that you're taking what you've got there and working that into your uh, into your cooking. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, did- uh, that's a big. Uh, oh, sorry, that's a big movement in food right now is uh, terroir. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yep. Food tasting like where it's where it's raised. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, your your interest in food. Where did that uh, kind of come from? Well, I uh, I was raised by a single mom of three, so I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. Yep. You know, so I would go out in the morning, grab you know eggs from the hen house. Um, you know, I remember picking carrots out of the ground and wiping it on my wiping it on my shirt and eating it yep. right away. Absolutely. You know. Yep. That was back when food tasted like food. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and ever since then, I've been chasing that dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, I've got some similar memories of my grandparents uh, pulling carrots out of the garden, going over to the, the tap and rinsing them off, and uh, away you go, right? So. Oh, man, that's that's good living right there. Absolutely. And then the, uh, the barbecue, where did the interest in barbecue come from? Well, my very first cooking job uh, was a was a, an Italian restaurant, and we had uh, a brick oven pizza, wood sure, fire yeah. brick oven pizza. Right. And uh, I just remember the food coming out. You know, it had a light smoke on top. You know, the pizzas had that that wood ash on the bottom, mm-hmm. and um, it uh, it just kind of really sat with me in a really uh, organic way. You know, is is almost primitive. It's like this is this is what food should be. This is how food's supposed to be cooked. Right. You yeah. know. Um, so since then, I uh, I worked towards my apprenticeship and and making a career out of cooking. Right. Um, that led me here to the St. John Ale House uh, to work under Chef Jesse Bergen. Yep. Um, he's seen me moving up through the ranks, uh, really hungry and, and ambitious. Uh, so when he was ready to open Spoken Pig Barbecue. It was a no-brainer. I was right. no questions asked. I was on board. Yeah. So you uh, kind of we'll get into the restaurants a little bit uh, down the down the way here, but you kind of split your time between. There's four different restaurants that are part of the group there. I do. Um, you know, barbecue uh, smoking pig barbecue is pretty seasonal. Yeah, uh, we operate sure. from March till September. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's always kind of evolving staff there. So I'm pretty much there just to help train the staff, set the procedures, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we when we did first open up, I was uh, you know on board developing recipes. 
recipes, procedures, things like that. Right. Um, I got pretty comfortable with it to the point where I could just show somebody how to do it, you know, yeah. show them things to look for, you know, when you have a extremely large brisket or a smaller brisket, you know, how to manage that. Yeah. Um, you know, so just, just all about finding the right people, people who want to learn, people who, you know, share the passage, the passion for food that we have. Yeah. Um, and kind of going from there, uh, you know, and then we open up two more restaurants, uh, Toro Taco. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of our take on a Chipotle. Right. You know, there's the closest Chipotle is in Ottawa. Okay. So yeah. we've seen a, a demand for that. Um, and then another restaurant is fried chicken and poutine. Right. Pretty much just took a, a menu item off the St. John L. House menu, our biggest seller, our buttermilk fried chicken. Okay, and we created yeah. a restaurant out of that. Nice. Perfect. So I mentioned at the uh, the open there that saw you uh, last week, I guess it was, on Firemasters. Yes. Um, when this comes out, it'll be have been a couple of weeks uh, that I would have just had an episode out featuring uh, three former guests that I'd had on the show previously that were on season two of Firemasters. Uh, so that's yeah. going to have come out now. So it's interesting... Uh, Another Firemasters alumni, I guess, here. So talk about your experience there a little bit. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest. I was confident. Yeah. You know, I was going to I was gonna take it and run. And um, and then the day happened. And, uh, you know, as soon as those, those, those all-star chefs came down, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm cooking, I'm cooking for the gods here. Yeah. Yeah, you had some... <laughs> you know, yeah, the judges on your episode, you had what, uh, Connie D'Souza, Andy Husbands, and Kevin Bledsoe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you Con- kind of a- Connie, D'Souza. Yeah. Connie D'Souza, she's legendary, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't have to tell you guys that. No, I know about her right here in Calgary for sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was interesting because yeah, uh, uh, the three guys that I had on about talking Firemasters, they were all barbecue guys as opposed to chefs. So I'm curious yeah. to s- just kind of get the... Uh, you know, your take on it compared to theirs from being a, more of a, a chef and cooking uh, background. So. Well, I mean, I kind of put more pressure on myself. Um, you know, I've seen the shows and, you know, yeah. this has some really great cooks and some chefs on there. Mm-hmm. But barbecue is like such an underground craft. You know, just recently there's there's like barbecue schools popping up in the southern sure. states, right? Yeah, of course. Um, but for me... Because growing up in St. John, New Brunswick, you know, I'd love to say that I came from generations of pitmasters. I would love to say that, you know, I have these recipes passed down from generation to generation. I would love to say I grew up in a, in a cinder block crib, right. you know, with a, but, uh, with a fire fire underneath to keep me warm in the winter months. Yeah. But uh, not the case. Yeah. Um, you know, it was very much, you know, uh, trial by, you know, trial, trial by fire. For sure, yeah. uh, kind of learning hands-on, which you know has been a, a strength of mine mm-hmm. moving through. Yeah, um, and then so it was almost it, it, it almost was in line walking on the show because a show like that you can't prepare for. You know, nobody has a fire pit with these uh, with these grates on pulley systems. Yeah, right. Yeah, nobody has these amazing napoleon grills that are infrared 700 degrees fahrenheit so cooking on that show became 10 percent theory 
and 90% cooking by feel. Yeah, make it, making it up as you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so but it, was, it was such a great experience. Yeah. The, the chefs were amazing. I appreciated all the comments, both yeah. positive and negative. Um, they have a very hard job to do, mm-hmm. and I, I, I really appreciate them. Yeah, and that's what uh, Rob and John and Brian that I had on, uh, that's what they talked about, just what a top-notch operation and production it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, uh, you know, when I first applied, I, uh, I had said that I wanted to go against Connie in the final. And I think if that was if that was to happen, I would probably spend that whole time trying to get her porkhead mortadella uh, recipe out of her. It would be a phone number. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. When did you film? Because I know the other guys, it was way back in 2018. Was the year the same? or? Uh, it was uh, last November. Okay. So not quite as uh, not quite as long as the other guys. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. They had to keep a secret for 18 months or something, he was saying. So. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. John, one of the guys said he hadn't even told his wife how it had gone. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you you did as your your opening dish, your signature dish. You kind of went with a Mexican theme. Is that something you do a lot of? Where yeah. does that come from? I mean, well, you know, uh, Toro Taco is very Mexican based. Yeah, of course, um, yeah. I got to play around with some interesting flavors. Uh, one thing I love doing is taking barbecue around the world, mm-hmm. and especially Mexican. I don't know why I keep going back to Mexican, but you know, the Mexican it's it's so so fresh and so flavorful yep. uh such um um a blend of different flavors it's it's you know it, it's amazing yeah um i can't i couldn't do new brunswick barbecue on the show because right. i i didn't have access to new brunswick products right. sure um yep. so you know i couldn't make them my my beef brisket donair right yeah it was, yeah yeah i got a note down here to talk about that so <laughs> yeah, um, when, uh, but uh go ahead um yeah it was uh you know i kind of went with uh what i what i wanted to do with the judges was impress them with um complexity of flavors different cooking techniques kind of you know doing something other than southern barbecue sure yeah mix it up a little right yeah and then for the for the second round when you saw cinnamon what was your uh what was your initial thought? I thought, thank goodness, I'm not taking uh, scotch bonnet and peppers. Yeah, you know, yeah. the first round, I was a little heavy on the salsa negra. Yeah, uh, on this one here, I was like, you know, if Chef Amanda would have been smart, she would have left me with the scotch bonnet and let me shoot yeah. myself in the other foot. <laughs> thank goodness she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I was really fortunate. Uh, cinnamon is something that we incorporated over at Toro Taco. So again, I went back to kind of. The Mexican side of things, right. um, not just Mexican, I guess. Um, yeah. I, initially, I, I was going for jerk chicken. Right. You know, I hit it with a little bit of allspice, uh, that that honey on there, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then you know, I uh, and then first thing I thought of was sweet potatoes, with yeah. cinnamon. Yeah, you no, know, absolutely. Yeah, good mix. No, it all looked real good, so I can. Uh... <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, and you kind of touched on it, uh, New Brunswick, the East coast of Canada, not, uh, not the first thing that pops into people's head when you talk about barbecue. 
Um, well, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, it, but there's a, there seems to be a fair bit going on. I know I've uh, been in contact with a few guys up and around the Halifax area that are doing some good stuff up there. So talk about the uh, the barbecue scene out there. What's going on? Well, uh, over the last probably five years, it's really been exploding. You know, yeah. Chef Michael Smith is doing fireworks there okay. and uh, doing amazing things as Michael Smith always does. Well, it's fireworks um, is him. Sorry? Fireworks up in Halifax. That's Michael Smith. Oh, no. Halifax is in PEI. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, in Halifax, that would be Bonehead, Bonehead, Bonehead's Barbecue. Yeah. Okay. They've been, they've been rocking it out yeah. uh, probably since before us at the Smoking yeah. Pig. Uh, they're doing great things. They're among uh, the top 10 barbecues in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're doing some great stuff. They have a couple locations now. Um, and within the past five years, we're seeing more and more of these establishments popping up. Uh, you know, part of that due to uh, Rib Fest, part of that due to um, Pitmasters, yeah. uh, Food Network, you know, all these yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that we try to do here at the Spoken Pig is we try to do New Brunswick barbecue bring some using flavor, New Brunswick yeah. products. Yeah, bring some local you flavor know? into it, right? Yeah, yeah, we use uh, we use the highest grade PEI brisket we can find. Nice uh, over in PEI, they're um, they uh, they're raising a Hereford breed, which okay. actually has a pepperiness to it. Okay. Uh, plus, they're they're eating like they're on this island in the middle of the Atlantic, so yeah. you know there's lots of uh, lots of salt around. There's salt yeah, from the air. There's, yeah. there's salt in the in the soil, so they're mm. almost like self seasoning themselves. Pre pre seasoned for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Plus, they're feeding the PEI potatoes. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, uh, let's uh, take just a real quick pause for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor, and then we'll uh, get into what's going on with the restaurants there. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by World on Fire, a new podcast from CBC Edmonton. World on Fire is a new five-part series that takes you to the front lines of out-of-control wildfires in Canada, Australia, and California. Here's a preview. Some people say the end is near. Some say that it's already here. Backyard is burning. Is anywhere safe? I'm Adrian Lamb, and I'm hosting a new podcast called World on Fire. Along with wildfire expert Mike Flanagan, we're taking you to the front lines of fires burning out of control in North America, Australia, even the Arctic. We'll meet the reporters who are covering these devastating stories and hear from the people who, despite terrible loss, rebuild again and again. This goes on, and like when I grow up, maybe that this is going to be even worse, and I might actually be in a situation where there's a wildfire around me. We'll tell you what the future holds and take you inside the latest tools and technology providing hope. That's World on Fire, a five part original podcast from CBC Edmonton, available on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Find World on Fire on the CBC Listen app or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it online at cbc.ca slash worldonfire. All right, we're back. I've got uh, Chef Scott Masson. Um, 
out of St. John, New Brunswick. Let's talk about the restaurant group there. Uh, St. John Ale House. I, it looks like that was kind of the the start of the group. Yeah, that's our that's our flagship restaurant. Um, yep. We opened uh, 15 years ago. Uh, I've been on board for about 14 of those, working with Chef Jesse right. Bergen. Um, you know, yep. Chef Jesse Bergen, two-time Top Chef Canada competitor. Amazing guy. He's my go-to food guru. Uh, the guy is just yep. a wealth of knowledge. Um, so one thing we did here at St. John Ale House, and something that we uh, incorporated into all of our other businesses, was Chef Jesse's passion for using New Brunswick products, um, using New Brunswick uh, fishermen, farmers, sure. um, yep. and creating an experience that nobody can get anywhere else. You know, we're doing New Brunswick cuisine um, and uh, and just focusing on supporting our, our great fishermen and farmers. Yeah, kind of a, just, I was looking over the menu, kind of a pub style, a lot of some seafood, burgers, sandwiches, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then uh, Toro Taco, uh, you touched on it a little bit. You got a takeout, uh, is it a truck or what's the? Uh, it's a QSR set up here in the mall. Um, oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of offices and businesses around. Uh, like I said, there's, yeah. there was a need for that kind of Chipotle style service. Um, yeah. And, and flavor as well. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've been doing great with it. We've been open for about uh, four years now. And, uh, yeah, it's really taken off. Yeah. And then another uh, kind of a food court place that uh, is a barred rock fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we, have a Henny, we have a Henny Penny here. It's all, you know, pressure fried. Um, you know, like I said, we took one item off the alehouse menu and kind of built a business around it. Right. And where does that uh, Bard Rock name come from? Is that something local there? Uh, Bard Rock is actually a breed of chickens. They're the ones that oh, you see that okay. kind of like, they're mostly black, like white stripes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very prized for, uh, for, for their meat. Nice. And you doing any kind of regional poutines or are you keeping it pretty traditional? Uh, we keep it pretty traditional. Uh, we're using Armadale cheese curds from Sussex, New Brunswick. Uh, they're a little squeaky, yeah. little salty. Uh, they're about 60 kilometers away, and we try to use Perfect. them as much as possible in all of our all of our restaurants. We use their cheddar yep. at the St. John Ale House. It's amazing. It's so smooth, nice. and it almost has like a Gouda kind of taste to it. Mm. Um, they raise nice. all their own cows. They process all their own cheeses, and, you know, it's just our way of uh, supporting local, local businesses. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, kind of the one that got my attention, obviously, the smoking pig, real by real barbecue. So let's uh, get into what you're doing there. It's a it's in a train caboose, an old remodeled train caboose. It is, yeah. It used to be an old uh, McDonald's birthday party caboose. <laughs> oh, nice! From way back in the <laughs> day, I went to birthday parties and yeah, I, I was yeah, but I was yeah. just uh, yeah. a young guy, and uh, we yeah, uh, oh, right on. We gutted it. We built a walk-in fridge in there. Um, you know, the, the main power horse, uh, or the, the real workhorse of the operation is the smoker that we have outside. Right. We run a Southern Pride yeah. smoker. Um, Southern and Pride, okay. Yeah. It, is, it is fantastic. You know? Uh, um, yeah, so... Ne- never worked on one, but I hear great things. So. Oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're kind of set up uh, on this driving range. 
Um, okay. So we kind of had like the food and the entertainment all in one. Uh, so it's kind of like, nice. you know, I did the experience a little bit. Uh, if you check yeah. out uh, Cuba Canada with Matty Matheson, you see him and Jesse, okay. you know, hitting golf balls and eating some eating some cute. It's having a great time. Yeah. Nice. Uh, they, they go well together in my books. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, and yeah. And what are you uh, using? Yep. Sorry. I was just gonna ask what you're using for wood there. Um, it kind of varies. Depends on what the woodsmen uh, are bringing are bringing out of the the the, the vast forest in New Brunswick. Yep. Uh, we yep. try to go for mostly maple and apple. I've been playing around with okay. birch, yep. uh, having great results. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, less known wood. Yeah. Very, um, yeah, it's very sustainable. You have all kinds of it mm-hmm. here, and that yeah. kind of it's it's a testament to New Brunswick barbecue. Yeah, nice that you're, uh, yeah, using what you've got local again, right? We've, yeah, exactly. uh, you mentioned that a few times, so yeah. uh, so let's uh, kind of get into the menu there at Smoking Pig a little bit. Okay. Uh, what's the what's the offerings? Um, so we do the. The southern staples, we do brisket, we do pulled pork, we do ribs. Um, we used to do chicken, but we found uh, this great turkey farmer about 20 minutes away, Ernie uh, Gorham, so it's super local turkey. Um, you can taste the farm off of it. It's that amazing. Yeah. You know, they, nice. kill it, they kill it, we go pick it up and put it you know, put it in the smoker. It's, yeah. it's that fresh. Yeah, you're doing whole- – Whole turkeys or just breasts or what do you do? Uh, we do whole turkeys. We debone them uh, by the side. Okay. And then so we just yeah. kind of roll it up, uh, yeah. smoke it whole, and just, just nice, beautiful mm-hmm. slices. Yep. I might have to try that. I've done uh, smoked some turkey breasts, but I haven't done the uh, the deboned, doing the whole bird. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And then you do some uh, some sandwiches as well as just the meats. Yep, yeah, we uh, we sell the meat by the pound, kind of like home meal replacement. Yep. People can buy, yep. you know, between one and ten pounds of meat or whatever they want. Um, kind sure. of take home to feed the family. We sell all of our salads by the by the liter. You know, um, mm-hmm. our our I'd say in the last five years, our catering has really expanded. It's really blown up. Right. Everybody wants barbecue at their weddings or their family reunions or or, or for the cottage. You know, that's that's something yeah. that we've uh, we've had a lot of success in. Yeah. Um, awesome. We also and do then, sandwiches. Uh, you, you, oh. Sorry, we yeah. do uh, sandwiches. Uh, There's a bakery down the road. They make our sweet potato buns. Nice. Amazing, amazing buns. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, we have gluten free options, so if people don't want that, they just get a half pound of meat with their with their sides. Uh, everything sure. in a restaurant is gluten-free. The barbecue sauces, our yeah. rubs, our salads. The only thing not gluten-free, of course, is our cornbread and our buns. Right. Yeah. How nice to have those uh, those options for folks. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, yeah, the supporting the local uh, bakery, perfect. I like that. So. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of touched and, on it. The, the... Go ahead. Oh, one thing I was going to say there um, that we started doing recently uh, Full time on the menu is our beef brisket doner. So you know, yes, well, I was, well, that's what I was about to ask you about. I'm yeah. curious about that. <laughs> so a doner is a very much is very much a, a Halifax thing or a Nova Scotia yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, think of um, think of spiced uh, ground beef on a vertical spit, <laughs> right? Where you have the you have the 
the heat source kind of cooking it on the spit as it rotates, self-basing itself, yeah. uh, full of like onion and garlic and sage uh, kind of flavors. You know, there they kind of slice it off and put it in a pita bread. So what we do is we yeah. take our our PEI beef brisket, we season yeah. it uh, with the with the donair rub, let it sit about 36 hours with the flavors soak in. We smoke it. Nice. And then just real nice thin slices right on the pita with a uh, house-made uh, donair sauce, you know, all the classic yeah. fixings. It's it's amazing. Nice. Yeah, nice take on that. Yeah. So you're do, you'll do a, a, a separate brisket or briskets just for that as opposed to the, the, the other the traditional, brisket? The traditional yeah. one, yeah. Our, our, our traditional brisket, uh, we do a pastrami rub on it, you know, Okay. Mostly black pepper and and coriander, yes. and it yep. it's amazing. So nice. no, I'll just get two ways. Nice. So that yeah. No, I did uh, did a little donair here a few weeks ago, so it was turned out pretty good. Oh, nice, awesome. Try, trying some of this stuff myself here. So. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, where can folks uh, find the restaurants online, social media? Uh, so Smoking Pig would be the website is smokingpigbarbecue.ca. Um, yeah. Not to be confused with Smoking Pig in California. There's uh, yes, there's, when I uh, I see two barbecue restaurants with the same name. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, um, of course, our websites. Uh, we do have a, we do have uh, a somebody doing social media for us. Uh, her name is nice. Michelle Stoddard. She, uh, yep. she runs Port City Delicious and uh, she does all of our marketing and our social media uh, promos. She's amazing. She's a joy to work with. Um, yeah. She makes this guy look good. So you know, kudos to her. I, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'll put all the links in the uh, in the show notes for the for Smoking Pig and the other restaurants as well. Great, uh, Scott. Thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Uh, kind of the last question I ask everybody as we're wrapping up. Uh, uh, it's dinner time. You got? Uh, I guess it depends what you where you're cooking. But what's uh, what's kind of your go to meal there? Uh, I'm an East Coast guy, so I love me some some uh, some pan fried fish, especially if it's caught that yeah. day. You know, just dredge a little bit of flour. Right into a hot pan, uh, yeah. you know whatever whatever vegetables are are in season, whether it's a salad, whether it's roasted root vegetables, uh, and a big glass of OJ. Or if I'm feeling you know a little cute, I'll have a pigaroon rattler. There you go, right on. <laughs> well, Scott, uh, I know you're a busy guy. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to do this with me, and uh, great uh, catching up with you and. Uh, Maybe I'll get myself out there one of these days and try out. You won't be disappointed. Uh, All right, man. Appreciate it, Scott. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Ryan. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Thanks to Chef Chef Scott Masson for joining me for this week's show, and be sure to give him and his restaurants a follow. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and this week's network shout-out goes to Bollywood is for Lovers. Matt Bowes and Aaron Fraser explore the world of Hindi cinema through the lens of two Canadian cinephiles. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Bollywood is for Lovers and all the other great shows on the network. Hey friends, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. 
You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs> <laughs>